You're listening to the Pharmacy Podcast Network. podcast listener thanks so much for tuning in to another episode on the pharmacy podcast network we are your number one fan of the pharmacist and the pharmacy industry and we're committed to supporting the next generation pharmacy industry leaders who believe the care of the patient is our number one goal we have a new educational platform i'd like you to look at and share it's the first uber podcasting platform in the pharmacy industry it's called audiorx.study. Take a look, go to audiorx.study. And this is a forever learning tool. It's a supplemental learning tool based on listening and based on audio. Solo interviews, panel discussions, uh, podcasts available. Hundreds of subjects are going to be developed by P1, P2, P3, P4 students and then pharmacy industry professionals who understand the very specific subjects that they're talking about. Please take a look. Tell me what you think. Let me know what you think. AudioRx.study. Thank you so much for listening to the Pharmacy Podcast Network. Use your time wisely. Learn on the go with AudioRx.study. Check it out. Go to www.audiorx.study and start learning by listening. This is On Script, hosted by Jeremy Sasser, a podcast publication partnership between the Pharmacy Podcast Network and National Health Career Association. Our podcast is dedicated to providing the pharmacy technician workforce with news, real-life stories, and discussions that can impact personal and professional growth. Here's certified pharmacy technician and National Health Career Association content strategist, your host, Jeremy Sasser. Let's get On Script with NHA. Pharmacy Podcast Nation, thank you for joining us for another episode of On Script, powered by NHA, the only podcast on the podcast on the Pharmacy Podcast Network dedicated to pharmacy technicians, their work in the field, their feelings about COVID, uh, and anything in between. We're really excited to bring this first episode of, of 2021. And I'm so glad to once again have my co-hostess with the mostest joining us, Jessica Langley. Jeremy, thanks so much. And Happy New Year to all of our podcast listeners. Um, we're excited uh, to kind of put 2020 behind us, move into 2021, and start talking about a ton of activity that's happening in the pharmacy technician space. Um, I think we we could safely say what comes out of maybe something like the pandemic that isn't good, we try and turn around and make it a positive and we're seeing you know, some positive impacts on technicians, their scope of practice and their demand in the workforce. So I think it'll be really great to have our first couple of episodes here focused on that. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, you being uh, in so involved in the regulatory space, um, you 
probably have your work cut out for you uh, this year with the new administration coming in, uh, the emergency declarations or provisions that allow pharmacy technicians to immunize across the nation uh, as presented by uh, Health and Human Services. So a lot of different things going on. Uh, but today, we are thr so thrilled to have our guest, Jim Palatine, who is the president of Pharmacy Times Continuing Education, join us to talk about what Pharmacy Times Continuing Education has on the horizon for 2021 for technicians, uh, and just kind of discuss with us the general landscape around upskilling and, and getting continuing education. So Jim, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Jeremy and Jessica. Uh, always good to talk to you guys, but uh, certainly pleased to be with you uh, on the podcast. So it's a pleasure. Thanks for joining us. Um, Jim, let's jump right in and we'll come full circle with this in just a minute, but kind of share with our listeners. I think everybody is probably familiar with Pharmacy Times. It's a, a leading you know, publisher in the industry. Um, and you working on the continuing education side, just give them a little more detail about what that is and what you guys offer in the space. Absolutely, appreciate it. Pharmacy Times Continuing Education is accredited provider for education for pharmacists and technicians. Um, traditionally, we've uh, probably hosted 99% of our uh, accreditation was for pharmacists, but uh, over the past 12 to 24 months, have really grown much more in providing more technician credit. Uh, we certainly see the need for uh, technicians uh, to be um, uh, credentialed and to be uh, educated around you know some of the the nuances. And uh, and so we've made an effort to develop more activities for technicians, and uh, really pleased to be able to provide that. Uh, that's credit around hospitals, um, as well as for more retail setting. Uh, so it's really something for um, all the technicians that are practicing. Uh, traditionally, our pharmacy education has been around retail, health systems, specialty pharmacy, oncology, and managed care. So we plan on doing uh, the same uh, topics for uh, our technicians. That's great. Um Tell me a little bit about where, so we know obviously continuing education is super important, not only for certification maintenance, but also many employers and state-specific board of pharmacies require continuing education for pharmacy technicians um, if they have licensure and registration requirements in the state. Where can people find this information? Um, maybe give a couple of examples of a few content pieces that are there and, you know, is there a price point or a cost for this for technicians when they seek out this information? Sure. Uh, all of our education currently um, on pharmacytimes.org uh, is free. It's free to pharmacists, free to technicians. Uh, so uh, we launched 10 activities in, De uh, in December of 2020 that will be accredited for a year. And uh, those topics uh, around uh, COVID, uh, the COVID vaccination, uh, topics around drug shortages, hazardous drugs, um, OTC drugs, 
Uh, so many topics uh, for technicians. The way you find them, you go onto the Pharmacy Times website and you search uh, professional focus and you uh, click on the technician tab and that'll open up the uh, site for the uh, technicians and all the accredited technician programs. So uh, we also plan on launching one topic per month in the uh, course of 2021. So the first one will be February of 2021, that's cold and influenza treatment, uh, then progressing to you know timely topics like seasonal allergy, uh, acne, moisture, uh, moisturizers, um, uh, and we'll progress through the course of the year with uh, different topics. So uh, for the content for uh, the accreditation for technicians throughout the course of uh, the year, uh, at least 10 to 20 topics will be launched a year for uh, Pharmacy Times. And what better than having those resources be available at no cost, you know, at this point for, for technicians. Jeremy mentioned, and then I'll let Jeremy take over um, this in just a, a couple seconds. Um, he mentioned, you know, with us dealing with COVID and having some regulation um, activity, you know, that comes in conjunction with having a, a worldwide pandemic, um, we're seeing for the first time some federal regulation around technicians and their scope of practice and how that trickles down into the states. And then because of that, the states are, are looking for training resources, tools, educational um, content, um, things like that. So as it relates to where we're sitting at currently, um, I know just because I get to chat with you guys all the time is you're getting ready to launch a really great and applicable, relevant, important um, topic, training kind of series of modules around COVID for pharmacists and technicians. So I want you to absolutely talk a little bit about what that is, what it looks like, um, how long it is, and, and really what's the benefit and usability for technicians and really even larger than that, right? Employers, employers of community, health systems, independent pharmacies all across the country. Yep, absolutely. And I appreciate the lead in. We uh, have launched this week our subscription service to a COVID-19 uh, vaccination curriculum. It's a 10-hour curriculum focused on um, uh, COVID-19 and what pharmacists and technicians need to know um, to address the uh, vaccination of um the population and I truly pharmacists and technicians need information uh, to support patients uh, included in this content will be how to uh, overcome barriers and uh, vaccination hesitancy uh, and you know ultimately achieving the herd immunity so uh, the first five content of five webinars uh, were launched this week and it is a subscription program so um, unlike the other activities that are free on our um, uh, on our site. Uh, this is something that we put together in very, very quick order. And uh, it's not uh, it's not funded by any uh, uh, pharmaceutical company dollars. It is uh, a program that we put together that knowing that it's going to support uh, pharmacists and technicians. Uh, the cost of this is $99. Uh, however, we are doing uh, promotions uh, for Pharmacy Times uh, 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 consumers, Pharmacy Times uh, 
account holders, as well as we have a discount code for NHA. And so I can provide that if you want to queue me up and uh, be able to provide that discount code for anyone listening to that, uh, listening to this. So get your uh, pens and pencils ready. I'll give you a discount code. Um, but uh, the curriculum it will be accredited for one year. Uh, at, the end, at the end, after you've participated in all of the uh, activities, all 10, we do have a uh, certificate of completion that you'll be able to print out uh, and have uh, for your employer. And uh, uh, this is not an ASHP uh, credentialed activity. It is something that will, however, provide everything the technician and pharmacist need to know. Uh, it will uh, also provide resources that are recommended in CDC's uh, playbook uh, for provider training. So this, if it's a one-stop shop for everything you need to know about COVID uh, and how to vaccinate, including all of the new uh, vaccines that are authorized, uh, this is the place to get that information. What a what a fantastic and and timely resource for pharmacy technicians and, you know I think one one of the things that um, pharmacy technicians and pharmacists alike uh, wrangle with as they're dealing with the general public is that um, in a situation like this that we're seeing with this pandemic we're really seeing the scientific process unfolding in real time so information is constantly changing as more and more information, more and more research is done, um, you know, creating kind of a, a challenge or a moving target, if you will, to kind of keep up on the, on the latest information. Um, and I think some people, um, you know, the, the general population out there has a tendency to, uh, to think that, you know, scientists don't know what they're talking about or healthcare providers don't know what they're talking about, but it's really just a, a, a matter of every day learning more and more information. Um, so, you know, having a timely resource, keeping up to date, I mean, it's more important now, now than ever um, that everyone working in the healthcare field really do everything that they can to stay up to date on, on the latest protocols, uh, vaccinations, you know, who are we going to be vaccinating first? You know, who's going to have access to these vaccines? So um, what a what a timely, you know, resource to have available to, to technicians right now. So hey, Jim, um, I was wondering, can you I know a lot of employers are looking for the hands-on training in terms of immunizations. Can you just clarify if that is a part of this training or if it's more just didactic focused? Uh, it is so more, listeners understand the difference. Yep, it is more didactic focused. Uh, you know, the uh, immunization uh, certification, that is the hands-on. So the 20 hours that you need to be uh, uh, trained, um, you know, everyone, that is going to be uh, vaccinating will have gone through that. Uh, this is specific for COVID-19, and it really, you know, starts off with, you know, where are we today? Uh, what more about the the virus itself? The uh, uh, implementing testing and screening, and then uh, going right into, you know. How did these agents get approved and authorized? What is the emergency youth authorization? Because, you know, quite frankly, you know, to overcome some barriers and hesitancy with patients, you know, pharmacists and technicians need to understand how did these agents become uh, approved and authorized? Uh, because uh, 
that process is so important to understand. Uh, there's also bloodborne pathogen essentials for uh, the storage and administration. There's um, the different uh, treatment options that um, for for COVID. Uh, so we'll, we'll delve into the importance around uh, agents to treat. Uh, there's, uh, as I mentioned before, the hesitancy and how to overcome the barriers. Um, there's uh, also uh, uh, implementation of best practices and how some sites are uh, doing it and handling the uh, uh, the full vaccination and, and how they're uh, managing the storage. And then finally, uh, you know, life after the vaccination and what does that look like and how are we managing patients uh, moving forward. Um, the important thing is there are going to be updates to this. So as new agents become available, new agents uh, are authorized uh, for use, we will be updating uh, certain topics uh, for this uh, for this curriculum. That's, that's, that's really great information to have too. And, and I think one of the um, important aspects of, you know, gathering and obtaining all of this information uh, sometimes can be around uh, for pharmacists and, and, you know, certain topics for pharmacy technicians as well is how do you talk to patients, things like, you know, from, from what I've read, the side effect profile of these particular uh, vaccines um, are likely to be a little bit more uh, pronounced than your regular seasonal flu vaccine. So how do you get people to, uh, you know, come back for that second dose of the vaccine after having a, a more of a reaction than maybe they were expecting? So kind of letting patients know those kinds of things. Absolutely. And, and, you know, this more than any other uh, vaccination, um, you know, in my lifetime that I know of um, has been in the media. And there's more information that is uh, getting uh, put out to uh, patients. And, uh, you know, some is, uh, you know, accurate, some is, uh, some is not. So uh, I think it's important for pharmacists to understand uh, what is fact, what is fiction, and, and be able to counsel patients and set their expectations. As, as you said, Jeremy, the important thing is uh, if patients know uh, what side effects or, or what reactions they may have, um, they're able to cope with it a little better and, and come back for the second dose if that's needed and be able to address that with any uh, pre-medication. That's... Uh... Such such important information. Where do you see? I mean, going beyond just COVID and and you know the obvious need to get as many people vaccinated as soon as possible. You know, what is your vision at Pharmacy Times Continuing Education um, around really positioning the importance of professional development uh, for technicians and and the ever evolving role that they're playing? You know beyond just the pandemic, things like uh, more and more states allowing technician product verification, you know, more states allowing uh, technicians to, you know, take verbal prescriptions over the phone or do transfers or, you know, even in Idaho, that's pretty open now, as long as it's under the delegation of a, of a pharmacist. What are their plans uh, for pharmacy times to kind of uh, stay up to date with those kinds of educational topics just to make sure that those technicians that are taking on those more advanced roles are staying up to date and, and at the top of their license? 
Yep, uh, that's an ex excellent point. And then as I talked in the beginning of the segment about our evolution, um, our evolution is going to continue to be um, focused on providing technician uh, accreditation and uh, topics that are relevant for them and, and, and increasing the um, uh, detail around what their roles are. It, technician, technicians are critical uh, to the success of pharmacy and pharmacy practice. And um, they were when I was uh, practicing in a health system uh, back 20 years ago. And uh, we relied a lot on technicians, the advent of uh, technician uh, accreditation. And uh, the more you can provide and share information with technicians and to uh, really elevate uh, their knowledge and their skill level, uh, the overall functioning of a pharmacy, whether it's health system or um, uh, retail, uh, improves. And I think that's, uh, you know, that's what you see a lot with employers now, uh, certainly putting a lot of responsibility around pharmacy uh, technician and the training that they're, uh, uh, they're investing in their technicians. Uh, as pharmacy times, uh, we will continue to support pharmacy technician education, continue to grow in that area. Uh, to support them as they grow in the profession. So it's exciting to see the uh, different states uh, allow and enable pharmacists, uh, pharmacy technicians to do more. And likewise, what we'll see is then uh, that allow pharmacists to uh, do some different things and uh, you know more the, I guess, uh, the patient counseling aspect of it and uh, providing a, a ultimately a better, better health care, better health system. And I think, you know, one of the, you know, one of the things that we've known is that 93% uh, of the uh, population live within five miles of a pharmacy. And, uh, you know, patients are more likely to come into the pharmacy than they are to primary care. So uh, if we elevate those individuals who are in that area, um, uh, practicing in the community setting, elevate them through education, uh, awareness, and uh, patient counseling skills, it, it benefits uh, overall healthcare. So we're excited about that. We're excited about being part of that. Well, you know, we appreciate an organization like yours working to really elevate the whole profession, uh, you know, technicians and, and pharmacists alike, you know, they kind of have to go hand in hand, right? Because as you mentioned, uh, pharmacy, I mean, I don't want to age myself, but when I started, working behind the counter, it was just at the very beginning of pharmacists being able to provide vaccinations. Yeah. And I remember there was a lot of pushback back then from pharmacists, you know, saying things like, this is why I went to pharmacy school. Right. If, I, if I wanted to touch a patient, I would have gone to medical school or, or something like that. And now it's just such a destination for so much of the population to get, you know, seasonal vaccines, travel vaccines, these kinds of situations. And not only that, but with, you know, prescriptive authority now that pharmacists are obtaining a limited prescriptive authority to do, you know, point of care testing, getting a diagnosis and then prescribing an appropriate therapy in some cases, you know, we really need pharmacy technicians to be able to step up and do those kinds of tasks that traditionally they weren't doing to allow pharmacists to get out from behind the counter to provide more direct patient care services, more consultative services. Um, 
I, I don't remember the exact numbers, but I remember reading a research paper comparing the number of times an average patient sees uh, their pharmacist versus their primary care provider in a year. And it's something like, you know, 34 times they see the pharmacist compared to, you know, like three or four times they see their primary care provider. So, you know, they're really building a trusting relationship with all of these patients. Um, and it's critical now more than ever that um, we're just staying at the at the top of what we can provide for education and, and really making sure that everybody is practicing at the top of their license. Yeah, absolutely. Your numbers are right on. So that recall is excellent, Jeremy. Uh, it's, you know, uh, actually you're 10 times more likely to see a pharmacist than you are a primary care physician. So your numbers were, were dead on accurate. So, um, you know, some, sometimes, sometimes my recall is, is pretty yeah. good. It's, I, I, I get, my kids are going to be home here in just a moment and, and all things will go out the window at that point, but they're going to, um, yeah. then you'll be, you'll be humbled then, right? You'll be humbled. Then. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly you know right. You know, everything. <laughs> my, my son will start asking me about uh, string theory and then it's all out the window from there. But uh, Jim, thank you so much. We really appreciate you uh, joining and uh, what we will do uh, for you guys that are out there listening, we will provide the discount code in the show notes as well as uh, the full list of topics by month uh, for continuing education that Pharmacy Times Continuing Education is going to be putting out there, um, as well as a link uh, to where they can find these resources, um, as well as some information uh, specific to the COVID training that you guys just recently launched. Um, so obviously we're trying to get the word out as, as much as possible ourselves too. So uh, thank you so much. Thank you so much for what your organization is doing for pharmacists and pharmacy technicians alike. And uh, really appreciate you. Well, thank you so much, Jeremy and Jessica. Thanks so much. It was a pleasure speaking to you and uh, love to be back again. Absolutely. Thank you. Don't forget, uh, for any of you out there listening, you can always email us at onscript at nhanow.com. You can find our podcasts at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, wherever you like to source your podcasts from, we are likely there. We encourage you to subscribe. Definitely encourage you to like, leave us a comment, email us. We always like hearing from our listeners and, uh, you know, staying abreast of what topics it is that you guys want to hear. So uh, until we convene again, thank you for listening and take care. Thanks for listening to OnScript, where we cast a spotlight on pharmacy technicians, the services they provide, and to the patients they serve. So, for all the spatula warriors, TPN ninjas, and lieges of levigation, this podcast is for you. Subscribe at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or go to pharmacypodcast.com.